The missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls epidemic is not just a crisis which is present in Canada, but in North America also. In Montana, for example, 65% of the Bighorn County population are of Native American origins. The county itself is home to the Crow and North Cheyenne reservations and has the highest rate in the state for missing and murdered Native Americans. In 2019, a number of Aboriginal girls disappeared or were found dead on these reservations. The autopsies of these girls all came back with the same frustrating outcome – either died from exposure or inconclusive. Questions have arisen over these results, with many left frustrated at the lack of any answers. Authorities aren't giving MMIWG cases the same respect as non-native cases, and change needs to happen. These women didn't just die. Their families need answers, and the women and girls themselves need justice. One such case occurred just earlier this year, involving a 16-year-old girl, and despite the autopsy results deeming her death as accidental exposure, there are many aspects about this case which simply don't add up. Selena Shelley Fay, not afraid also known as Selena Bell and Selena Big Hair, was a kind, sweet, positive and fun-loving 16-year-old Native American girl who was a member of the two Indian nation tribes, the Crow and Nakota. Selena was born on the 18th of June 2003 alongside her twin sister Zoe and was the youngest of five children born to Jacqueline, Jackie, Big Hair and Leroy, Sheila, Not Afraid. The family lived on the Crow Reservation in Billings, Montana and Selena attended Hardin High School where she was a junior. Selena was described as being 5 feet 9 inches tall and weighing around 133 pounds. She had long black hair and brown eyes, with a tattoo of a cross on her middle finger and a scar near her mouth. Though Selena was only 16 years old, she had experienced enough tragedy to last a lifetime. Her twin sister Zoe passed away on October 6th, 2014, after taking her own life following alleged bullying. She was just 11 years old. 
Selena's 23-year-old brother, Preston Bell, died in November 2017 after being fatally shot in front of the family home by Billings police officers, and her 22-year-old sister, Tristan Gray, was killed in a hit-and-run on Montana's Highway 3 in July 2018 a crime which still remains unsolved to this day. Out of five children, only Selena and her brother RJ were left. It's difficult to imagine what immense heartache the Not Afraid, Big Hair and Bell families experienced following these numerous tragedies. Selena, who was affectionately known as Sal amongst her family and friends, loved reading, riding horses and playing basketball and volleyball, as well as baking, sewing and beading, something which was passed down through her family. Selena was very close to those she loved, especially her brother RJ. She also enjoyed dancing jingle dress at powwows and attending horse races with her grandmother and expressed a desire to become the ladies Indian relay race riding champion as she practiced riding regularly for the River Road relay team. Selena wanted to one day have a barn where she could keep racehorses, a stud and some cows. She loved being out in the countryside with the horses. In her own words, Selena expressed her love for the animal, saying, quote, I love horses. I love everything about them. Their eyes, the way they breathe, the way they move. I mostly enjoy riding, feeling free in the wind as I feel four feet beneath me. Her grandmother once told her, quote, When your life is falling apart or you're at your lowest, just ride. And Selena never forgot that. On New Year's Eve, the 31st of December 2019, 16-year-old Selena attended a party with some friends in Billings to celebrate bringing in the new year. Selena and her friends had a good time together at this particular house party, chatting, laughing and drinking alcohol, which was presumably supplied by the adults who were at the party. The following afternoon on January 1st, 2020, Selena left the house party in a van, alongside five other partygoers two women and three men, with Selena hitching a ride with them back to her hometown of Hardin, located around 50 miles east. The van drove along Interstate 90, however at one point the van ran into some mechanical issues and broke down. The driver pulled over to a nearby eastbound rest stop at approximately 2pm, the rest stop being located between Billings and Hardin, located by the mile marker 474 and Fly Creek exit. 
After a while, the driver resolved the issues with the van. However, for reasons unclear, he told Selena and one of the other girls with them that they weren't allowed to drive back with them. The man was allegedly worried that the van would run into more issues, so he contacted his mother, who lived nearby, and asked her to come and pick up both of the girls before driving off. Many find these particular events peculiar and even suspicious. Why leave two women at the rest stop in the first place? Did a confrontation occur? The driver's mother arrived at the rest stop around 20 or so minutes later, but only found the other woman there. There was no sign of Selena not afraid. Upon being questioned by the driver's mother, the other woman claimed that Selena had left the rest stop, hopped the fence and began walking through a nearby field towards a copse of trees, though the reasoning behind these actions by Selena are unclear. Before leaving the rest stop, Selena asked the other woman to accompany her, but the woman refused and waited to be picked up by the van driver's mother. The teen walked off through the field and into the trees, wearing a black coat, a grey sweater, a pair of blue jeans and a pair of grey ankle boots. This was the very last time that Selena, not afraid, was seen alive. As the hours passed, Selena's family became increasingly concerned when the 16-year-old failed to return home following the New Year's house party. Family members tried to contact the teen on her phone, but couldn't get through to her. The Not Afraid family then contacted authorities to file a missing persons report. Selena's disappearance was extremely out of character, and because of this and the fact that she was a juvenile, authorities initially ruled her vanishing as suspicious, issuing a missing endangered person advisory for her. The most likely theory at this time appeared to be abduction, that Selena may have hitchhiked in a stranger's vehicle or was forced into one. Selena was responsible and she wouldn't have gone off on her own without reason. Authorities were able to track Not Afraid's movements the previous night by analysing GPS data and cell pings from her mobile phone. They also managed to string together images posted on social media to map out the teen's movements that night and managed to trace the property where the house party was held on New Year's Eve, a house located on Montana Avenue in Billings. Police then mapped out Selena's route by using the GPS history, showing the route which Selena would have taken from the house party to the rest stop off of I-90. Other than this cellular data, however, authorities didn't have much else to work with. There was no evidence which could suggest where the 16-year-old was or if anything had happened to her.
Selena's family and friends, as well as local volunteers, carried out extensive searches of the area by the rest stop, on foot, in vehicles and on horseback. Flyers were handed out and posters were hung on the fences along the interstate, with the poster also being shared across various social media platforms in an effort to raise awareness of Selena's disappearance. Police also aided in the search using helicopters with thermal imaging, drones and sniffer dogs supplied by Yellowstone authorities, but the search was mostly spearheaded by the Not Afraid family, tribal members and the general public. The Crow Tribal Police, DES and security teams also aided in the search alongside Bighorn County and Billings Police, Montana Highway Patrol and even members of the FBI and the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women Task Force, which was established in 2019. The days went by, but no trace of Selena Not Afraid could be found. It wasn't actually until January 8th when the FBI released a BOLO alert, a be on the lookout alert. It was thought that Selena could have been in Bighorn, Yellowstone, Rosebud or Treasure counties, so it was vitally important to get her face and her story out there to as many people as possible. The weather conditions and visibility in the initial searches were quite poor, the area suffering a heavy bout of rain and strong winds, with some snowfall following shortly afterwards. Despite the adverse weather conditions, Selena's family camped out by the rest stop as searches were conducted across the hills. Even with an RV parked in the rest stop, stocked with plenty of food and drink supplies for the search parties who were going out for hours on end in the icy conditions looking for Selena. Meanwhile, a GoFundMe page was set up to raise money for a reward to solve Selena's case. Her family wanted whoever was responsible for her disappearance to come forward. Authorities conducted various inquiries and spoke several times to all five adults who were travelling in the white van which broke down by the I-90 rest stop. However, they reportedly gave conflicting accounts of what happened that day. It's not clear whether these individuals were questioned any further in regards to Selena's disappearance, though conflicting accounts in any situation does come across as being somewhat suspicious. It also came to light that a Snapchat video was circulating which allegedly showed Selena with the five adults at the rest stop with, quote, two of the males in a fist fight. If there was a confrontation of some kind, what was it about? And why did it lead to them leaving Selena and another woman at the rest stop? 
The van was reportedly impounded by authorities, though no further information has been released regarding this. It is presumed that nothing of significance was found, though we do not know this for sure. A light green Subaru station wagon with Wyoming plates was also seen twice at the rest stop on the day Selena vanished, but once again it is unknown if any progress was made from this lead. It also interestingly came to light during police inquiries that witnesses saw a young woman apparently hiding in a ditch by the side of the road on I-90, close to where Selena Not Afraid was last seen alive. The woman appeared to be disorientated and had scratch marks all over her legs, having allegedly run through the trees and bushes barefoot. It hasn't been confirmed whether this individual seen was Selena or not, but it is alleged by witnesses that the young woman in question seemed to have no recollection of how she ended up in the ditch or the events leading up to it. These particular claims regarding the disoriented woman have never been verified by authorities. 19 days following Selena's disappearance on January 20th, 2020, at approximately 10.30am, National Park Service trackers who were conducting a grid search alongside the Bighorn County Sheriff's Office discovered the body of a female in a field less than a mile away from where Selena Not Afraid had last been seen. After analysing the scene and accounting for the clothing and mobile phone in possession of the female, it was confirmed by Bighorn County authorities that the body was that of missing 16-year-old Selena Not Afraid. The medical examiner carried out an autopsy and noted that there were no broken bones, bullet wounds or violence inflicted on the teen's body, nothing which indicated foul play. Cause of death was determined to be hypothermia. Five months on and details of a toxicology report has not been made public, meaning we still don't know if Selena had drugs or alcohol in her system when she died. Despite the autopsy results suggesting accidental death, investigators still viewed it as a criminal case, despite no evidence indicating foul play occurred. The case was still under review by the Montana Department of Justice's Division of Criminal Investigation in February. However, no further official updates have been made since. This is unfortunately not uncommon. Due to generations of discriminatory government policies and racism in reservation border towns, the lives of Native women have simply been devalued by county authorities and because of this, sometimes autopsies can take months to process. 
Because of this, the native community took action and formed their own tribal police force in order to find the justice these women deserve, rather than having their cases put on the back burner, gathering dust, with no progress being made. Following the heartbreaking discovery, family and friends of Selena were left outraged and frustrated. Why did it take authorities 20 days to find Selena's body, which was less than a mile away from where she was last seen? They used drones in the area. How did they not pick her up on their radar? They were able to pick up field rodents and rabbits, but not a human body. Many volunteers who had scoured the area voiced their own thoughts on social media, with some claiming that the exact area where Selena's body was later found had been searched prior to her discovery. Is it possible that her body was moved there after initial searches were conducted? According to Annie Leader, Selena's aunt, who visited the site where her niece's body was found, there was no signs of a body imprint on the ground, which should have been there. A body had been lying there for a prolonged period of time. She also claimed that there didn't appear to be any bodily fluids present, which once again you would expect to see there. There were also allegedly tyre marks near to the scene, though this specific detail is denied by Bighorn County Sheriff's Office. Something else which is interesting to note here is that in an article published on the Sheridan Press website, Under Sheriff Eric Winburn stated that Not Afraid's body had no debris covering her and there was no evidence of any animal scavenging. The county coroner stated in the same article that the likes of birds tend to scavenge shortly after a being dies. The post-mortem interval for Selena has not been released to the public, so it is uncertain exactly when the teen died, but surely after 20 days of lying in the middle of a field, animal scavenging would have occurred. Police addressed some of these issues, citing the vast amount of untrained volunteers could have easily missed the site where Selena's body was located, not to mention that the sniffer dogs were kept on their leashes, so did not have free reign of the area. This was because they were not trained cadaver dogs, but rather regular police dogs. Because of this, they wouldn't have picked up Selena's scent. It was alleged by some, though, that police were searching in the completely opposite direction to where Selena's body was later found. According to one source, the drones were only used in close proximity to the rest stop. The strong winds were a cause for concern for authorities, who were worried that the drones would be caught in the power lines. Incidentally, Selena's body was found just beyond the power lines. If this area had been searched efficiently, her body would have been found much sooner than what it was. 
When Selena's family were told that the 16-year-old was drunk the night prior, they were somewhat taken aback. As far as they knew, Selena didn't drink alcohol. The sheriff's office did state that Selena had been drinking, though how would they know this prior to a toxicology report? The fact that Selena was underage, given alcohol by adults and perhaps other substances, though this is only speculation at this point, and then left her alone at a rest stop, left many eyebrows raised. Bear in mind, she was only 16. If she was under the influence, whether it be through alcohol or drugs, she would have been vulnerable. If she hadn't drunk much alcohol in the past, she may not have been aware of the effects it could have on her body, but the adults who were with her should have made sure that she was safe instead of abandoning her at a rest stop along I-90. Selena was likely angry at being left at the side of the road, not knowing where to turn next, and then decided to maybe take a shortcut through a field towards another location where she could hitch a ride. Or maybe she just wanted to cool off before going home, following an altercation with the other adults. We don't know Selena's true reasoning for walking off through the field and into the trees. The woman who was with Selena never told authorities what sort of state the teenager was in when she walked away from the rest stop. As a matter of fact, this individual didn't tell authorities much about Selena at all. Ultimately, she was left out in the cold in the middle of a field, possibly drunk and vulnerable. When our bodies are under the influence of alcohol and we are left out in the cold for a prolonged period of time, our brains struggle to function efficiently due to the temperature drop, causing us to lose control of our own bodies and our minds. Is it possible that Selena succumbed to alcohol poisoning, passed out in the field and subsequently froze to death as night fell? Anita Lucchesi, a researcher on missing and murdered Indigenous women, states in an article published on the mtpr.org website that the adults who were last seen with Not Afraid should be held accountable for their actions, regardless of whether they were involved in the teen's death or not. She said, quote, In Montana, with the winter weather as bad as it is, if they, the men and women travelling with her in the van, knew that she was drunk and they left her alone in a field in a blizzard, that's manslaughter. That's intentional negligence that leads to someone's death. Many questions are still left unanswered in this case. How did Selena come to die from supposed exposure less than a mile away from where she was last seen? How was her body missed by search parties and the authorities for 20 days? What fate ultimately befell Selena on the day she died? 
More than 1,000 people attended Selena Not Afraid's funeral in Hardin on Sunday the 26th of January 2020, following which her body was laid to rest in Fairview Cemetery. It's difficult to imagine how heartbreaking it must have been for Selena's family, especially her mother Jackie, who was burying her fourth child in the span of just six years. No parent should ever suffer such heartache. Selena was a bright and loving teen who had her entire life ahead of her, Unfortunately, countless others in the likes of Bighorn County have suffered a similar fate, their deaths being deemed as dying as a result of exposure or unexplained. People don't just walk into a field and die. So much about Selena's case simply doesn't add up and so many others suffer the same fate. Countless stories of Indigenous women and girls who have gone missing or have been murdered in the past have been left on the back burner for years by authorities, and only in recent years have Native communities come together to take a last stand, to speak up and tell their stories in such a way that their voices simply cannot be ignored, and they're not going to stop until they are heard. As a result of their endless marches, rallies, candlelit vigils and campaigning, which still continues to this day, law enforcement and politicians have been forced to take action. The families of these missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls continue to mount pressure on law enforcement in order to treat these cases with the urgency and respect that non-Native cases are given. Selena's family are still searching for answers and they are not going to give up until the truth is found. We can only hope that someday soon the justice that Selena Not Afraid deserves prevails. (laughs) 